Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday morning fantasy. Week one is literally hours away. This is a part two of a two-parter. Let's get to it. So, unfortunately, my wonderful co-host, Mr. Peaches Brandon Hughes, uh, is feeling under the weather. Um, so he's on the injured reserve, and it's just me. It's a solo act today. Um, I am currently streaming, in case you missed that. So I may have some questions from members of the league at some point throughout this thing. So, just stick with me here, and uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun. We are going to... Uh, Review the other half of the teams that we didn't get to the last time. If you forgot about that particular uh, event, um, you can definitely go on to iTunes. Oh my god, yes, we are on iTunes, and you can listen to us that way. Um, I think we're also on Spotify. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Or you could just you know review through the thousands of little chats in our Facebook messaging group and find it that way. But that's kind of the pain in the ass way. But you know what? Do what you want. What you want with your body. And um, I won't judge you much. But I'll still judge you a little bit. So last time uh, we got through uh, myself, Peaches' team, Doc's team, um, Nate uh, uh, Porcorny's team, and we got through Nick's team. Um, I think we got through Nick's team. I don't remember. I might have to do Nick's team again just to make sure. I don't want to skip over anyone um, because that would be mean. So let's just start right there. So we're going to start with Nick's team, who this year is the Mad Cows again. He's bringing it back. Um, he, uh, let's see here. So he's already got one player going, um, Matt Ryan. But I'm looking at his team here. Um, I like his I like his running backs uh, with Jordan Howard and Royce Freeman. Antonio Brown is obviously uh, extremely valuable and is actually probably going to be even worth more points now that Le'Veon Bell is currently not playing and i don't really think he's going to be seeing any time for a while um he's also got jack doyle uh and i think jack doyle is probably going to have a pretty good year or at least a pretty good couple weeks to begin as andrew luck is definitely going to rely on the guys he loves ty hilton and mr doyle um to get through this uh this season speaking of andrew luck he is sitting on uh nick's bench and so nick uh is looks like he's just ready to plug andrew in there if uh matt ryan doesn't go up to stuff or if Andrew Luck starts going off which is extremely possible then again Andrew might get you know injured again and that would be god awful uh, so <laughs> the the funniest part about Nick's draft if you guys all remember is he drafted like six defenses or he drafted like the the most that you could um and right now he still has three he's got the ravens d starting he's got the saints and the texans defense uh sitting on his bench um kind of taking up spots in my opinion but i mean you do you man uh he also grabbed uh tyler eifert um with the cincinnati Bengals. uh eifert has been good before but andy dalton and the Bengals themselves are kind of wishy-washy in my opinion uh let me pull up my notes here this was really awkward doing all by myself guys <laughs> don't ever do this to me again peaches um so right this 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 roster has a lot of potential i don't necessarily think that there's a lot of firepower right now i mean obviously antonio brown is going to be fire but I, I really like the pick in Royce Freeman, and, you know, if Andrew Luck, you know, plays the way we all know he can play, um, 
we're going to have a, a really, really good time um, in Indianapolis, and Nick will have a good time on the fantasy football field. Um, he's He's got Ty Montgomery, who, who could be important again this year, but I, I'm not I'm not selling it on that one. And I'm I'm also not I'm not buying uh buying on Randall Cobb, um, but I'm gonna go ahead and just move on to uh, who's up next here. Dead air. It's really great. Um, we're gonna move on to Nathan Delaney's team here. If my computer would load, stupid slow piece of shit. So how is everyone today? Are you guys doing good? Are you ready for some football? Yeah. No? No, Doc, why'd you say no? Oh, that's... Well, that's stupid. Just go watch some damn football. You're only a firefighter. Um, <laughs> God damn, this thing is really, really slow. Holy shit. Well, I'll let you guys know about my life as I'm waiting for this damn thing to load. Um, I'm currently watching the South Florida-Georgia Tech game. Georgia Tech, if you guys don't know, um, runs exclusively out of the option um, for their offense, which is probably the most cheesiest, spammiest way to do offense in college football. And it makes for some really just stupid football. But who's excited for that Ball State-Notre Dame game? I bet, I bet Ball State will win. Yep, I'm buying. Buying on Ball State, upset the number eight Notre Dame. Jesus Christ. My internet must be shit, guys. I'm sorry. We now pause. All right, we're back. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, I had to fuck around with ESPN for a little bit. So, like I said, we're moving on. We're going to move to the Tennessee Danger Noodles of the Nathaniel Delaney. Uh, so, this team's pretty good. Um, he's got Aaron Rodgers, which is, you know, is always money. Um, I really like Melvin Gordon, and I really wish I could have got him. I've wanted him for two years now, but people keep sniping him out from underneath me, and it makes me really sad. So, c- congratulations, um, Delaney. You, you've made me sad. Um, I do not buy Alex Collins. I just don't buy anyone on Baltimore's offense. It might just be because I, I think it's just I intrinsically just hate Baltimore for some reason, and I really don't know why. But they have Joe Crapo. Um, I'm not really buying a, a, their defense either, but we'll see. Um, he's got DeAndre Hopkins, who, well, we all know my my story with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but he's still he's excellent. He is excellent. He's an excellent, excellent, excellent wide receiver. He's got Deshaun Watson back. Um, he's going to pick put up big, big, big numbers. Uh, I'm not as high as on Jarvis Landry, who's the second wide receiver out of Cleveland. Um, I think Cleveland will be better. I just don't think Jarvis Landry is going to be that great. And Josh Gordon's also back, so that's going to take away some looks from uh, Jarvis. Zach Ertz um, is a really high-quality tight end for sure. Um, it's going to it's going to hurt him a little bit to not be playing with uh, Wentz for who knows how long. Um, but whenever uh, once Wentz gets back, Zach Ertz's production should should pick up. Uh, Delaney's team, I think, is a little top-heavy because um, he goes you know, with his quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and Melvin Gordon, DeAndre Hopkins, but I don't think his supporting cast is um, is as great. Um, he's definitely got a couple interesting you know, potential pieces, though. Um, he's got Chris Thompson and Jamison Crowder from in Washington, and those two might, you know, I don't know if they'll blow up, but I think those guys can be solid. He also picked up Jordan Wilkins and Eric Ebron. Both are unproven in Indianapolis, but both have the potential to be 
very, very good. Um, especially Ebron. Um, you know, you worry about Jack Doyle taking away from Eric Ebron, but I think Eric Ebron is such an athletic-looking tight end. He's so big. Um, I think it's not really going to matter because I think the the Colts are going to run out of a lot of two tight end sets because that's what makes sense whenever your wide receiver core is absolute shite. Um, and then Marquise Goodwin. Nate, please trade me. I want the Marquise. <laughs> I, be- I believe in Marquise Goodwin. I think... Um, I think he's more than just a burner. Um, they say that he's like one of the fastest guy in the league. Um, and with Jimmy G back there, um, I think he's the top option in San Francisco um, over Pierre Garçon. Um, but that's just my only personal my own personal opinion. Um, and of course, I'm not, you know I get that from listening to other podcasts, and a lot of people seem to be big on Goodwin, and so I've kind of taken that as my mental too. Um, so solid team, kind of top heavy. Uh, if he gets a couple guys to uh, to uh you know hit that that possible uh ceiling that they're the potential they're they're capable of uh the, the, Nate might be having a really really good really really good time let's get all right so now that we've finished off the Tennessee danger noodles um I'm going to move on to uh definitely not a russian bot Mr. Andrew Campbell's team with the uh BB8 logo which I love uh, so starting off at uh, quarterback is Drew Brees. His keeper was David Johnson. Um, so that's a killer one-two punch. He's got J.H.I.E. who had an amazing Thursday. Um, do not count on that for the rest of the season, in my personal opinion. But uh, Mark, he's got Mark Ingram in the back, so that might end up being really helpful to him. Uh, he also has Lamar Miller. Uh, and I don't think Lamar Miller is going to be great, but I also don't think Lamar Miller is going to be awful. Um, he, he could put up some points. I think he's. I think the I, the idea for him has changed before. You know, he was like a top fantasy kind of guy, uh, and I think now it's like he's more like a Frank Gore, like a young Frank Gore type, where he's just going to consistently put up sixty yards and maybe a touchdown. Uh, Doug Baldwin could be really good, but I also think Doug Baldwin could flame out. I'm not. Everyone seems to be really high in Doug. Um, I'm just not buying it. Um, he's also got Michael Thomas and Gronk, uh, so. <laughs> There's a lot of firepower on this team. Um, and then he's also got Josh Gordon, his lord and savior. Um, and I think Josh will have a good season. I don't know how good of a season, but I, I think it'll be a good one. And uh, he's got uh, a not-so-great kicker in Jake Elliott. I know I don't really want to like break down the kickers too much, but um, it just seems like the, the – the from what I hear from the Phillies fan base and for some other areas, Jake Elliott apparently can nail a 50-yarder, but he'll consistently miss the 30-yarders. Like if you get too close, he gets bad. Um, and that's not that – that's not a good thing in the Philadelphia offense. I don't think they're going to be getting stopped at the uh, at the 30 too much. I think the, if they get stopped, they'll get stopped in the 10 and the 20s. Um, on the bench, uh, he's got a couple interesting guys. He's got Sammy Watkins. He's got Charles Clay. He picked up Adrian Peterson. He's got Alshon Jeffrey um, on his IR, so that'll be an interesting play once he comes back. Uh, he also has Sony Michelle, which I I don't get because I feel like Andrew was like one of the first people to you know get on join the bad bandwagon of never draft uh, New England running backs. But who knows? Maybe he knows something we don't. Um, solid team. I'm actually really scared of this team. This could be a team that could put up a lot of points in a hurry, um, especially if Drew Brees goes off. Because if, but not not necessarily because you know Michael Thomas goes off and Drew Brees goes off, but you know it's the New Orleans Saints. Their you know their offense is always good. Um, 
Uh, the one key, the one thing to be worried about, I think, in New Orleans is that their defense is better, like a lot better. You know, it's as good as it was last year. And so now Drew Brees doesn't have to get into the shootout so much, which means there's going to be more running. But, of course, uh, but of course, you know, um, he picked up Mark Ingram. So, you know, he's basically got all three parts of the uh, – um, three parts of the new orleans offense going for him and by the way guys this usf game is fucking insane the uh floor this the southern florida bulls have had the ball on offense once and they've scored 14 points they did not score a touchdown when they were on offense the first time no no both of their scores have come off of kickoffs like 90 plus yard kickoffs it's so stupid. It's so stupid. This is such... Why aren't the good games on? Ugh. All right. Um, Papa John's Racist Pizzas, of course. Brett Davis with the, as always, timely uh, name. Um, and he, of course, is rightfully in the M is for the Meme uh, division. So he drafted his his hated hated quarterback, Cam Newton. Um, he, you know, swallowed that pill. He's got his beloved Kareem Hunt, who I believe was his keeper. Or maybe Christian McCaffrey was his keeper. I can't remember. Um, either way, his running backs are extremely solid. Um, he's got Will, Furl- Will Fuller and Mike Evans as his wide receivers. Um, I, th- I gotta say, I think that's one of the weaker wide receiver cores um, amongst all of us in the league. Uh, Mike Evans is going to struggle with having Fitzpatrick... Um, for a couple weeks, and then going to Winston, and Winston's going to have to get back in the groove, and I just, I don't buy Winston either. Um, the Robert Woods is an interesting, I feel like that's a boomer bust play, um, in my opinion. Uh, the Bears defense, I don't, I don't know if you drafted the Bears defense, um, I don't think you should have drafted the Bears defense, but now that I have Khalil Mack, I mean, that was definitely a smart pick. It makes you look a lot smarter, if that's for sure. And of course, the uh, Brett will probably be dangling Cam Newton out to somebody pretty soon here because he's got Jimmy G backing him up. And I have a feeling that Brett's going to fall in love with Jimmy G pretty fast. Trey Burton, the uh, tight end for the Bears, um, is an interesting play and is uh, definitely one of those guys who could um, become very, very, very important um, to his team. Uh, He's got the Miami tight end, which I don't think you want to trust. Um, obviously, Chicago tight end, you probably don't want to trust too much either. But, you know, Mitchell Trubisky is <coughs> excuse me, is coming up in the world. And, you know, new quarterback or young quarterback, tight ends. I mean, that's just a match made in heaven. Um, he's got a lot of running backs that have potential. He's got Rashad Penny out of Seattle, Nick Chubb in Cleveland, and Peyton Barber in Tampa Bay. Um, but I don't know. I think they have potential, but I don't think any of those guys are really going to... They might blow up, like, one week. Um, but I don't think it's, that's... I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Um, by the way, I think this year... I think... <laughs> I really think that Brett has created a roster that will keep him from, you know, doing the classic more points on the bench than in the lineup. Um, I really think he's I think he's set himself up to not have those hard decisions because um, like you know sometimes it's not your fault that the lineup didn't you know produce the way you thought it would but I think this time around he's just got a lot of guys that are probably like more matchup plays than 
you know, boomer bust. And I don't. I think for once he's not gonna get bit in the ass by that. I changed my name uh, by Miss Angie Hubert. Uh, she's got Tom Brady as her quarterback, um, which is a shocker to me, as um, she's usually the Eli Manning uh, poster child. Uh, Todd Gurley was her keeper this year. Todd Gurley. I mean, what needs to be said? Um, she's got LaShawn, the Slim Shady McCoy. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's going to get a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of touches. Um, but that offense is going to be really bad. Um, the defense is going to be pretty bad too. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much actual works he gets. Um, her wide receivers are fire. Um, you know, OBJ and Tyreek Hill. Um, that's going to be insane. Uh, solid uh, tight end, Delaney Walker. I really think Marcus Mariota is going to take a step this year. Demarius Thomas. Um, Demarius Thomas is going to look really good this year, I think. Um, because, I, I mean, I don't necessarily buy Case Keenum being amazing. But Case Keenum is better than Nick Foles. I think he showed that last year in Minnesota. And I think in having in Denver someone who can at least get the ball to the receiver is just going to be really, really important and um, extremely useful. So she, and she also has Emmanuel Sanders. So I think she's going to run into a problem here where she might pick Demarius Thomas on a week that she should have picked Emmanuel Sanders instead. And that is going to be frustrating throughout the season for her, I think. But, I mean, it's better to have them than to not. Um, I don't like the bench at all. I hate the bench. Um, the Chargers defense, you just uh, just a defense sitting on your on your on your bench doing nothing. I don't buy Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's going to be worth anything. Um, so especially with Tom Brady, like it's just not even worth rostering him. Uh, I don't buy Duke Johnson Jr. as a Cleveland running back. Um, the Jets wide receivers are a no go for me this year. Um, and Josh Doxson's interesting, but I think when she has Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas, I think that's kind of just a, a only a flex play um, every week. So I really think Angie probably has like the best uh, um, wide receiver core because it's it's kind of ridiculous. So Angie, I do believe I'm in the market for wide receivers. So you know if you wanna if you need a running back or something, you should maybe you know get me on the cell phone. Um, and so finally, we'll talk about our uh, last season's runner-up and surprise uh, surprise player, uh, Mitch Davis, um, who had the best record. All right, right? No. I'm, shit. I don't remember. I'm sorry. He had one of the best records, and he was extremely impressive last year. He, he uh, I believe he had to auto-pick, and he worked that waiver wire like a, mad, like a, uh, like a madman. Um, and his team is the Nightman Cometh. Um, and let me just say, first off, fuck you for taking Derrick Henry from me, you asshole. I hate you so much. Everyone knows I have a fantasy boner for Derrick Henry. Why? I don't know, <laughs> to be honest. His keeper this year was Deshaun Watson, which was an interesting pick, but, um, I mean, it, was, it could probably be pretty solid. He's going to get it done on the ground and on the in the air, um... So he's going to get points for that. Um, he's running Rex Burkhead. As his, uh, I guess it's a starting running back this week. That doesn't necessarily mean it's his only his main running back. Um, but I don't, I don't like I said before. New England running backs don't. I don't. I don't buy him. And AJ Green. AJ Green is I think going to be boomer bust this year. AJ Green plays in Cincinnati. S- Marvin Lewis and Cincinnati just have a very consistent history 
of being mediocre and being hot and then cold. Now, this week against Indianapolis, A.J. Green is a must-play everywhere, obviously. But I think that one's going to hurt. And at the same way, he's got Devin Funches, who I think Devin Funches is also going to be a boomer bust player. I think that's just because that's the kind of player he is. I think he's either, you know, he gets 70 yards and a touchdown or he gets 10 yards. But he definitely has a more consistent play with Travis Kelsey as tight end. Kelsey's going to be great. Um, You know, maybe some struggles with Patrick Mahomes. But, again, young quarterback, tight ends, match made in heaven. Rams D is going to be awesome. And so he's got that locked up. Um, Gastowski is Gastowski. So, you know, no worries there. Um, his flex right now is uh, Corey Davis, um, who's who could who could have a big year. Um, I also like the David Nojoku. I think you know again at some point either Tyrod either Tyrod will go down, or they're going to want to see Baker in Cleveland. And I think you know young QB and tight ends is going to be a perfect match. And then also there's just the fact that Tyrod Taylor, he can find the tight ends. I think he's I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he can definitely make David Nojoku um, really important. He's got some interesting um, other plays with uh, Latavius Murray. Um, that seems like an extremely smart pickup, especially with Dalvin Cook um, coming back from the ACL, ACL tear last year. So he might get injured again, or they might you know, try to keep him from getting too much work. So the only problem is going to be knowing when to start Latavius Murray. Um, the Terry Cohen um, could be interesting, if Jordan, especially if Jordan Howard goes down. Um I have no idea who Anthony Miller is um, in Chicago, um, so that could be good. That could be bad. I'm going to go with bad. Um, he's got a solid backup. Well, eh, I think he's going to be a solid backup in Marcus Mariota. That doesn't necessarily mean he is going to be a solid backup. Um, but I think he just needs to hope that Deshaun Watson just still stays healthy. And Deshaun Watson should be a, a play every week, even against Jacksonville. All right. So that is the uh, you know recap for all of the teams. That's right. I do believe we got through all of them. If I missed your team, I'm really sorry. This is what happens whenever I go through. I do a two-part episode, and I didn't re-listen to the two-parter. So that's on me. But, you know, we all have our mistakes. Um, so I'm actually going to do a little bonus here, and I'm, I'm going to – we're going to preview week one, you know, uh, next week, I think I'm going to go ahead and give out awards for the best wide receivers, running backs, and everything whenever I can get my co-host back. Um, but for now, I think we're going to go ahead and just review our matchup. So we'll start with my own team just because that's the first thing that shows up on my list and it gets it out of the way. I'm, of course, facing the C-137, look at me, um, of Doc, Mr. Doc Borlick, um, who is currently uh, leading against me 17-0. Um, this is going to be a close game. Um, but I think I got it. I think, you know, trying not to jinx myself, knock on wood. That's that sound you just heard. Um, but I mean, I, I really like my plays this week and, uh, the whole, the whole, you know, doc not having Le'Veon Bell and I'm having, I have James Conner in his place in Cleveland when it's supposed to be raining dogs and cats. I'm going to take that advantage. Um, he did get 17 points out of Julio. I'm, I'm still going to take, still going to take James Conner. Um, in my team, but it'll be close. So you never know. Someone might go down or there might be some crazy play where Golden Tate goes 90 yards or something like that. But uh, I'd give the edge to myself here this week. Bear with me. I'm having some computer problems. 
All right, we're back. Sorry, internet issues. Um, I'm so sorry, Peaches, if you're listening to this and trying to edit it. This is going to be a terrible time for you. All right, so the next game up is Angie versus Mitchell. Um, so the the projected totals say that Mitchell is going to get beat. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, the uh, Their quarterbacks are going up against each other with Watson and Brady. Um, I think Brady's going to have a better time against Houston than Watson will have against New England. Um, Todd Gurley is going to destroy Oakland. It's not even going to be funny. Derrick Henry probably will have a fun time against Miami, but it's not going to be the same. Um, and then OBJ might be going up against Jacksonville, but he's still going to get like six, seven points because it's Odell. Um, Tyreek Hill is going up against the Chargers, who do have a very good secondary, but that doesn't mean that he's not going to get any points. Um, Delaney Walker is in Miami. He's going to put up points. Demarius Thomas against Seattle. I'm not sure. Broncos defense against Seattle. I think you know they'll they'll get some points. And then Will Lutz, the New Orleans kicker, is facing Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay's defense is so Will Lutz is going to have a lot of points, either just from PATs or from field goals. Um, on the other side of things, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is that Mitch does have AJ Green going up against Indianapolis secondary, which is going to be just going to be so bad, guys. Tomorrow's going to be awful. Um, and he's got the Rams defense against Oakland, so they'll feast on that. But really, he's only got two big plays. I think I really think AJ Green against Indianapolis, and then. Um, Actually, really, it's just that one. Just AJ Green's probably going to go off. The question is, oh, and Derek Henry. Sorry. The only question is, is AJ and Derek going to be enough to, uh, you know, top Angie? So, excuse me. Oh my god. Um. So sorry. Um. So Edge goes to uh, Angie for sure. I think Angie comes out on top on this one. Someone should keep track of these because I'm not writing them down and it might be really fun to see how bad or good I am at this. Uh, moving on to my, co- uh, my co-host partner, um, the Absolute Bombers of the Brandon Hughes against uh, Picorni's Melbourne Badger Moles. Um, so it's already there's already a 12-point lead um, for, for Nate. Um, he only got four points out of Devontae Freeman, which is obviously really, really sad um, for Devontae Freeman people. Uh, but for Brandon, that's a that's an amazing thing. Um, he's got Ben Roethlisberger away, or Nate has Ben Roethlisberger away in Cleveland. And, of course, uh, Brandon is starting Tyrod Taylor against Pittsburgh. I'm going to go ahead and just call that one a wash. Um, I feel like those two QBs are just not going to do anything just because it's it's going to be really rainy and it's just going to be about – it's going to be a slog face a slog fest. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> Brandon's got Alvin Kamara going up against the Tampa Bay defense. So ding, 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 all the points uh, for Alvin Kamara. Um, and then Dalvin Cook against San Francisco. Yeah, Dalvin Cook should put up some points, but they might be they may go a little easy on him since this is his first week for first full week back. Ezekiel Elliott against Ezekiel Elliott against Carolina. Um that's obviously not gonna go super great for Zeke. Um so edge for the running backs definitely goes to uh to Brandon. Um so the wide receivers, uh Keenan Allen and T. Y. Hilton for Brandon. Uh T. Y. is probably gonna have a good game. Cincinnati's defense isn't that good. 
and Andrew Luck is going to want to get into form quickly. So he's going to find T.Y. a lot. Um, Keenan Allen's probably going to do pretty good too as Kansas City's defense, um, the secondary especially, is just not the same. I don't necessarily think he's going to go crazy, but it's not the same. Um, for Nate, he's got Devontae Adams and Allen Robinson of Chicago, um, and they're playing their respective teams. Devontae Adams is probably going to have quite a bit of points. Allen Robinson, I'm not so sure. I'm clicking on his name to learn about him because I... Yeah, okay, there's a good reason I didn't know who the hell he was. Oh, I'm an idiot. I know who Allen Robinson is now, guys. I'm sorry. I'm I'm really sorry. That's that's my B. That's my bad, guys. I, I thought that was a different guy. I didn't realize he wasn't playing in Jacksonville anymore. Sorry. Um... So Brandon's got Jimmy Graham as his tight end, um, but Nate's got Greg Olson. So definitely giving the edge to tight ends to Greg Olson. <laughs> but I'm going to give you the wide receiver edge to uh, to Brandon. And I really don't like the way this format is going. So we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> so I think I think, uh, I think think Brandon comes out on top here. I think he's got too many players that are going to have really good games. Um, I think that's just the way it's set up. Moving on, Russian bot at Mad Cows, Andrew versus Nick. Uh, Andrew's already got a commanding 24-8 to lead. Matt Ryan shit the bed for Nick, and uh, Jay Jai went apeshit because um, he was, as <laughs> Andrew so assistantly put it, uh, it was a vulture. Uh, this is Andrew. This is Andrew's game all the way. Sorry, Nick. Um, Drew Brees and Michael Thomas against Tampa Bay. It's just not even – Andrew shouldn't even be sweating this week. Um, and then he also gets David Johnson against Washington. So it's this isn't it. This is not a problem. Not not this week. So it's Andrew all the way. And then, of course, we're going to finish up with Nate versus Brett. The Tennessee Danger Doodles and the Papa John Racist Pizzas, PJRP. Um, so right now it's a 15-0 lead. Uh, Brett hasn't had anyone go yet. Um, it's just been – uh, just been Nate's team that's had players. He's had the Eagles defense, who only got 11 points, and Zach Ertz got four, which is it's sad. Zach Ertz with four points is it's just sad. Um, but for the rest of the team, Aaron Rodgers against Chicago, um, Khalil Mack just isn't he's not ready for the Chicago defense. Like he's gonna be there and he's gonna help, but I don't think he's gonna be a force like he usually is because he just doesn't. He's they haven't he hasn't practiced with him very much. He's only been there. One week, maybe two at this point. I'm not sure. Um, so you just it's not going to be quite the destructive force that it usually is. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon against Kansas City is interesting. Um, I forgot. I'm changing the way I'm doing this. I'm sorry. Uh, so looking over the the these two teams, I'm gonna have to give the edge to. I think I'm gonna give the edge to Brett. I think his wide res- I think his running backs um, put him over with Kareem Hunt and Christian McCaffrey. Kareem Hunt is going against going up against the Chargers, who he's going to be important because I don't think he'll be able to pass as much. And then of course Christian McCaffrey is going up against Dallas. Dallas Dallas's defense is just it's not that great. And I love Christian McCaffrey. Go Calf go. Um, but I also don't think Brett's going to get any help from his wide receivers this week. So he ha- if his running backs don't show up, he's going to be in a world of hurt. So that's going to end it uh, for the TMF this week. We're going to try and get on a, a more regular schedule. Um, with Brandon being sick, it was really hard to, well, schedule anything because, you know, that's how that works. Um, but hopefully 
these these will at least come out or be recorded on Saturdays, and you can listen to them right before um, the games start on Sunday. So, if you guys have any suggestions or um, ideas for segments that you guys want to hear, um, you can send a message to me privately, or you can do it over the messaging board. Um, let's go, Week One NFL. Ba da ba ba.